This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a wedding with no chicks, a dude whose girl goes abroad, and a girl finds a weird purchase over Amazon. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Train Jared Fried coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Sam York Lazar every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm feeling re-energized. <laughs> coming back from a little bit of break. I mean, we taped uh, Shelby. How long ago did we tape episodes? Two weeks now? It's been too long, like two weeks. It really feels like it's been like a month because, you know, now I'm doing so many podcasts and guests and all this shit mm-hmm. that it's like, you know, it's too much. I think it's too much. I'm, I, so now I've been, you know, I, I went to Aruba, did a show, did shows in Aruba. Thank you, Aruba Ray. All of you go follow Ray Ellen. What a, what a gig he's got. What a, I don't know who he what gods he prayed to? What gods? Yeah, that what, half the year. What dicks he sucked. He <laughs> has done some shit. Jesus, Christ. he's got quite a racket. What sacrifices he threw into a volcano? Oh, uh, and I love watching him. He's like he's the mayor of that island. Mm-hmm. He, him, and Columbus came and ca- you know just came and conquered an island and they made him their king. Yeah, Aruba Ray. Man. Aruba Ray. They named the, him after the island. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. So it's good to be back. Uh, I feel refreshed, re-energized. I'm, I'm drinking a little bit more. You know, I, I went off the Welcome booze. Back. I'm back on the booze. Um, back on the booze. Let me introduce my guest, uh, an OKP. Very excited to have him here. <laughs> Original key player. Uh, OKP. <laughs> Nimesh Patel, thank you for coming back. What up? Thank it's a you pleasure to have me. you yes, at sir. Finding Nimesh on Twitter and Instagram. It, you've been to Aruba. It's crazy. I went down last summer and... Uh, with the Ray, and I cannot wait to go back. He's the king of that island. It's, it's crazy. It's cool. A like to have someone who knows all the ins and outs of the island. He he but, really makes he really wants to show it off to you. Right. As and if on it's top his own. of that, the shows are fun. The shows are fun. And let me tell you guys, the listeners, you are everywhere. Um, it's crazy. Listeners were in Aruba. Really? I'm in the gym. Some guy goes, "Hey, man." <laughs> been listening since the TFM days. You know, it's wow. like really funny. Wow. So it, it does make me feel good to hear how you're listening, where you're listening, and and seeing you out in in the flesh. Did it's, the guy then try to 
have sex with you? Yeah, we we made love in the <laughs> in bathroom of the gym. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's the beginning of a that, gay porn. That is a gay porn. Hey, man, I heard your podcast. <laughs> and, then, and then all of a sudden you're, uh, 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 you know, so I, uh, it's very cool. Um, I'll, I look, a couple announcements uh, before we get into the episode. Um, very excited to see you guys out there. So if you're listening, post it as your Instagram story. I know, you know, I got to tell a friend, obviously tell a friend if you can, but I know that's hard. Here's an in, uh, uninvasive way of telling a friend is post the screenshot of you listening right now as your Instagram story or as your Snapchat story and let people know. I, you know, tag me in it. I'll say thank you. It really is uh, quite a, it feathers my nuts every time. It's like, I'm out in a field on all fours, and my nuts are like dangling behind like a dog that wasn't neutered. When does this drop? Tonight. Tonight, okay. It's Monday. Okay. A week from tonight. Uh-huh. Okay, so it feathers my nuts. Thank you guys for spreading the word. Um, I feel like the listenership, it's growing, right, Shelby? Like, it's getting to new heights. Levels of which we've never seen. The likes to which we've never seen, and you can hear it in Shelby's voice how excited he is. <laughs> Um, we are doing a live J train podcast. Oh, shit. Um, let me tell you right now, let me make a quick announcement. That motherfucker is sold out. Congratulations. The village underground. That's a big room. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. So I know that, uh, we're going to have live, we're doing a live Tinder Bumble makeover with the person. They're going to come on stage and we're going to go over their profile. That's a week from today, Monday, 26. February 26th. I'm going to be there. So come, Nimesh will be there. We're going to have great guests, great emails. It's going to have, it's going to be, if you've been to the last live podcast tapings, some, you know, they're a little weird, they're a little loose. This one's going to be tight. Who's on it? Um, should we announce a couple? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Should we? Maybe a taste. We'll give them a taste. Our good friend, um, from Betches, Jordana Abraham is going to be on. So Ooh. we got one of the Betches coming on. So that's very exciting. And uh, with more guests to be included. So, but we're going to, it's going to be like a really, I want an energized crowd. It's going to be tight. We're going to have a, it's going to be just done in a way. We're going to have a band. There's going to be a fucking band. Hey. So listen, if you're coming, get fucking pumped. It's going to be a great show. If you don't have tickets, the day of, we're releasing like, 15 tickets that we've held back. 15. So get That's... on the computer, comedyseller.com. Make sure you get your reservations. Get them now. But we are officially sold out as of now. So very cool. Thank you very much. We're coming to Chicago. Chicago. For uh, April 22nd, Zanies. April 22nd at Zanies. Go to Zanies' website and get tickets. The 23rd, I'm going to do a live podcast there. So go to their website. And then the 26th through the 28th, I'm going to be at Zanies in St. Charles. We have voicemails. If you don't have the number in your phone, save it right now. 347-669-8252. 347-669-8252. And a note from Shelby. Is that how fast you give your phone number out to girls? Yeah. Put it on slow. 347-669-8252. <laughs> Shelby, what's the note you just gave? The, the, the voicemails are getting a little uh, little long-winded. Some From three to four minuteers. Yeah, we don't have time for that bullshit. Yeah. Get it out of your system. Say hello, then get into it, right? Let's say a minute tops. Guys. Are they trying to be funny? Is that the problem? They There's a lot of details, a lot of repeating. <laughs> Brevity is a soul of wit. Yeah, I'm going so. to call you and then just leave it on while I watch an episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> then Shelby has to listen to it. So <laughs> That won't be on me. So, so go uh, check out that. Uh, I'm going to be in Tampa Bay uh, March 10th at Side Splitters. Go get tickets to that. Laughable. That's where you can listen to all podcasts. I've been a guest on a bunch of podcasts lately. 
I went on one show mm. recently. They didn't really make. I, I didn't feel good about it afterwards. Why? Um, there's this like gotcha journalism that's going on. Like it kind of felt like you know that they were trying to get me. You got me tooed. A little bit, like, oh, <laughs> you sound so mean against women. And then, oh. like, we stopped recording. And then the person went to like do something. They're like, oh, sorry about that. I just want you know, just want to up the ante. And I'm like, what? Right. Whatever you say, the listeners gonna listen. You know, like, why would you do that to me? Like, I, you come on, you know, Nimesh Patel comes on my show. Uh-huh. I'm telling the listeners, go find Nimesh Patel. Right. I'm 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 feathering your nuts at finding Nimesh on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, they've been feathered. So I'm just saying. So I don't know. Go to Laughable. You can say anything I've been on. And also Patreon. We're doing some cool things on Patreon. What's Patreon? It's like uh, you can pay for content from people that create. Uh, so okay. we have different levels. If you want advice, 10 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. If you just want to see the blog, I do a blog about every episode. Uh-huh. One buck a month. So And, and also... The money is really a symbol that you're appreciating the free things that I'm giving you as well. Right. You know, I'm giving you three hours of podcasts a week, uh, blo- free blogs. Someone out there is like, it's not enough, Jared. It's not enough. Yeah, free, you <laughs> fucking assholes. Now, okay, so we got the live podcast a week from today, the 26th. Gonna be you, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be boozing, having a good time, and it's going to have our friend G. Do you know that friend? Quite Energy. Well. It's going to be a lot my, of fun. I'm excited. This to get, was a sponsored thing, but like my favorite friend, Energy, is five. <laughs> <laughs> hour. Nimesh, five hour. <laughs> my good friend, five. <laughs> Nimesh, you're going to be in DC this weekend. I'm. We go- have a lot of DC listeners. I'm going down to Baltimore on Thursday. Okay. I'm invited uh, by the Johns Hopkins Foreign Affairs Symposium to be part of a panel. So. This Talk is kind of comedy and this politics. Is, so this is an interesting thing. Uh-huh. You, uh, to to those who don't know, our friend Nimesh here is now a writer for SNL. I don't know. Have yes. we made that announcement on this show? I don't know if we've. I don't full- know if you have. So congratulations, thank you very much uh, for the un- unteenth time. <laughs> um, but uh, and so now as an SNL writer, do you have this new like gravitas? I don't know who Johns Hopkins thinks I am. Yeah, but I'm happy to go. Like I'm. I'm the they first. paying? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is the this is the thing with like people don't realize that you get like you know the credibility you get with certain things in yeah. comedy are kind of crazy. Like the fact that you become an SNL writer and then all of a sudden they're like John Hopkins like well you're accredited now right you know where like you, you know you just did it to be funny ten and mi- now ten minutes before like ten if like they hit me like three months before it would have yeah. been like. I was the same guy. You'd be begging them right. to do the panel. Right. Now they're asking you. Right. But I mean, it, it was, it's cool. I think it's, I'm the first Indian writer on SNL ever, I think. So that's a huge deal. So I think like them being in like their, someone there knew or found that out and was like a yeah. fan. It was like, yo, we got to get him to come talk about comedy and politics. That's like, the cool. best. It's so awesome. who else is on this panel? Uh, I don't know, but they're like two very smart, like, professors from like penn state and two other indians no no no. Two, like <laughs> i don't know who they are but they, yeah I, I know it's in my email somewhere but. but you the last time you went to dc for a panel this is my favorite story this the last it wasn't dc I, it was around the election i went to philadelphia That's when, when the democratic national convention was happening okay uh, i think and it was in philly and then there was like a like a not a protest panel but like a 
I guess that's the best way to describe it. It was like around Bernie, but it wasn't, he, Bernie wasn't there. It was like around talking about like social issues and how this election is all screwed up. And so basically you were going down to be a part of an event that was like a protest of the DNC. Right. More or yeah. less, but not like a, it was like a, they were pro like Bernie people. Yeah. 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 Cause I remember cause they, you know, they were all talking not to get political, but they were like saying that he got screwed out of being at the DNC. Exactly. And, and so and, my friend, Rami Youssef, who very is funny guy. a very funny guy, also a villain, yeah. <laughs> invited me down to go to Philly to like do stand-up at this event. So and you're going to do stand-up at the protest of the DNC, the Bernie protest of the DNC. Right. They're, they're really there for some laughs, right. I'm sure. You can imagine a lot of like thick uh, glasses, yeah. like thick frame, framed glasses and like just... W just women in horrible jeans. Right. Good, yeah. good people on both sides, kind of. Uh, but it was like... Uh, Crunchy, to I, say the least. <laughs> I went down, and immediately when I got there, I was like, oh, this is not... This is going to be fun, but... It's going to be a brutal fun. It, it's going to be a brutal fun. And I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those, like, I will have to survive this situation because I knew what I was going to go in saying. I think here, here's what we have to tell the listeners. For any comedy show that's going to go badly, you see it. It's like a train that's going to hit you at 10 miles per hour. Right. So you see it coming at you, yet you don't move. You run straight into this, this fucking bomb you're about to have. All the signs were there. Yeah. And like no one looked like they were ready to... Just to laugh? No. To laugh. <laughs> These looked, people don't look like they're ready to laugh when they come to a comedy they show. They were, it was, I just remember a sea of people wearing like black protest t-shirts. Like not like Black Lives Matter t-shirts, yeah. but I'm sure there were a few of those. But like everyone was like dressed like they were at a funeral, but it was like a hip funeral. Okay. I was like, they're all like black mourning the Bernie. The uh, death of more, uh, Bernie's. And I was just like. like Oh, this is, and it was going to be like on some Facebook Live thing. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is everything that could go wrong is about to go wrong. <laughs> and on top of, and so I got invited to do stand up at this thing. And there's a panel that goes up before to talk about like social issues or something. So the opening is a panel about social issues. And right. then they're like, now some stand up comedy. Right. And it's just like the panel is like for like uh, five accomplished like activists in like mm. whatever field and uh one of them is rosario dawson who was like a big uh a pro bernie person and i'm i'm rosario dawson from uh such movies as uh what is she you know men in black men in three yeah she's um uh, no but she's a big I love, celebrity i love rosario dawson okay she's so dope i remember i ran i've run into her before this time i've run into her like two or three instances. okay the first time i worked at a company where uh, we took like investment pitches and she mm. was like, she came in to like help pitch some. I She was like on board with some. It's like on Shark Tank when they bring on the celebrity with them. Right. And yeah. She, she was like that. Um, and we didn't end up investing because they didn't fit our parameters. But I sure. met her then. I was like, oh crap, this was our dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then another time I'd gotten off a plane and it was like 5 a.m. We we're both waiting for cars together okay and i'm like you're rosario dust and she's like yeah i was like and she she was the nicest person ever and she's like um gotta go to work and i was like at least you're working and she's like you're right that's good and she smiled and took off and this is the last time you see then the third time you see her and is i know this protest obviously she didn't know who the fuck i yeah, was yeah, yeah. then um and now I, now i'm at this protest show <laughs> and there's a and she had just gone like her and her group had just talked like yeah and it's like 10 minutes into the show i'm supposed to do like eight minutes 
and they just bring me up. There's no, there's like, he's a comedian from New York. Nothing. And I go up and I, I'd done the same set that I've been doing at like the cellar and other yeah. places that like had worked and it works like a variety of crust. I go up and I, I think the first joke either did okay or nothing. And then mm. after that, it was just a downward, just bomb. bomb. Cause like <laughs> they were me- like the stuff I was saying wasn't, Sometimes you'll get a crowd where they just want to hear what they want to of hear. Of course, they want to. They want to agree to agree. And I'm up there shitting on the dead guy. Yeah, you're shitting on <laughs> at Bernie their, at their funeral. I think one of the lines from your from whatever said is like, you know, I didn't want him to be present. He's too old He's to be too present. Too old to be present. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was that's one which, of the jokes. Which sidebar is I still stand by that <laughs> okay. fact. I mean, yeah. Further, what further proof than you need than the seventy-five-year-old who's being seventy-five in office <laughs> sure. right now? Okay. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have college. For, we're gonna pay for college for everybody. That's like a grandpa thought, dude. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm up there, and for, and that's like the second joke. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just exploding down like beautiful, like a bomb you've never seen. Sure. On Facebook Live. On on some face. Luckily, this was before it was like a huge thing. Sure. And then, I think like. Almost, and then like some point, I turn. I'm like making fun of them a little bit. You're making fun of the, and I'm like I'm having fun. Yeah. And then Rosario Dawson heckles me. She goes, uh, she, and mind you, I'm in front of the panel. Yeah. So picture like five people sitting semicircle behind me, elevated, (laughs) and I'm giving, I'm bombing in front of maybe 400 people. Sure. Of just the angriest people you've ever seen, and Rosario Dawson goes. They're throwing kale at you. Yeah. <laughs> kale, like gluten-free, whatever the fuck. Yeah, their parents' Wi-Fi password. <laughs> yeah, they're just throwing shit at you. The one person threw a gauge earring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like that kind of, and yeah. Rosario Dawson, and I love her. Sure. Still, she goes, uh, especially because of this, she goes, he says he's a comedian, but he hasn't told a joke yet. <laughs> and the whole place erupts. <laughs> Like perfect comedic yeah, timing. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like kills murders, and I'm like I'm too. I don't want to say stunned, but I don't have the the quick Rosario Dawson r- reference. She's behind you, yeah. I don't have the quick Rosario Dawson reference to like tag her back. Sure, like, sure even if sure. I had it, it would. You'd have to have a movie of hers in your gauge, right. just ready to go. Like what a movie of hers that flopped, right. ready to go to get her. And I also don't think of Rosario that way where I'm just like I respect her work yeah, so I'm yeah, not yeah. like regardless of, there's nothing you really had to like right. you you never thought before that show being like fuck her right I'm just yeah. like oh she's awesome yeah yeah <laughs> now she's heckling you and she fucking destroys me yeah and then I don't have a save and then uh, I, I forget what I ended on I'm like alright well uh thanks <laughs> and I'm like I'm like I gotta make sure I get the check yeah did <laughs> you the, ever see her after that I haven't seen her but uh our friend Moa Mayer sure. like ran into her or whatever. Um, and I told Mo this story. Yeah. And he's telling her, uh, he's like recapping, yo, one friends with Nimesh, like he was and she was like, Oh my God, I feel so bad because of that. <laughs> and she and What's it, so funny about this story is that it's come back. Like there's been other people that like I remember I was at the cellar after this had happened, mm-hmm. and then like I walked in on like Eric Andre telling the story, dude. So, so on my way down to Philly, I yeah. texted Eric Andre because I saw he was like at the conventions or whatever, and I texted him like, "Yo, I'm doing this event with like a Rosario's gonna be there or whatever, hanging out." And I'm like, "Yo, come through and hang out." And he comes, and Eric, who 
is like known for like just doing whatever the fuck. Yeah. And, and like and like taking advantage of like a terrible situation. Sure. It's like, oh no, no, I'm not gonna do stand up on this. <laughs> <laughs> he said no to it. Yeah, he said I was like, This oh. is a guy who takes his pants off on stage. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like I was That's like, how bad a situation and, it was. I mean, Eric was just having fun and um I guess he met Rosario through that. Uh, and like they ended up dating for a little bit or whatever, but uh, he was. Te- I think he remembers that story more than fucking. He was anyone. retelling it, and I was just laughing hysterically, just Dude. knowing from your perspective. Then he- hearing the person who watches a bomb—that's oh. a fun perspective to hear a bomb story from. Like you want the on stage, uh-huh. and then you want the one guy in the crowd being like, "Oh, this is bad." Right. You know, that's a good fun <laughs> angle on a bomb story. He was- I mean, I did. I've done. We've all done these things. Right. Where you like. I. I've told it here. I did a minor league baseball game once. Really. I was told to go up and do ten minutes of stand up comedy at a minor league baseball game. <laughs> I never told you this. I had I, to. No, told you, you. T- you told me this. Story, it was to promote the club that was nearby, and they were like, and it was after the game, so the game got done, and they were gonna have a fireworks display. Did the guy, team win? The one. The I don't team? remember if they won, but uh-huh. I do remember there was fireworks afterwards, and they were like. Who's ready for the fireworks? And it's like 10-year-old kids are like, ah! And then I go, and they go, but first, we got some stand-up comedy. Oh, my goodness. And you're goodness. like, and the kids in the crowd, they don't know what stand-up, like 10-year-old kids are looking at their moms and being like, what the fuck is stand-up? Why is this strange man yeah. telling us about dating? <laughs> yeah. So I run onto the field uh-huh. in front of like 1,100 people, and it's like a stadium. 1,100 so, people. And I, and I was like, you know what? They're so jazzed up about these fireworks. I'll just like get them up about fireworks. So I like go to the first baseline. I'm like, are you ready for fireworks? They're like, ah! I go to the third base. I'm like, are you ready for fireworks? And like, I did that like 20 times uh-huh. to the point where I literally was like, oh, I'm probably like 30 minutes in. Uh-huh. How long were you supposed to do? 10 minutes. And oh. I look at the clock. A minute had gone by. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, so... I'm single, and I'm like a year into comedy. It's a just year not, in. It wasn't oh even like God. I had no material. Right. I started trying to talk about like mascots. It was bad. And then <laughs> I remember I ran off the field. The fireworks went off, and they went crazy. But then I, later that night, uh-huh. there was a woman at the club who where I had just done the promotion for, and she uh-huh. was like, my kids were at the game, and they texted me. It was so awful. Like she's getting the perspective, like the Eric Andre perspective from the kids. <laughs> let's do some emails. You ready, Nimesh? Yeah, let's do it. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. And you're going to be where this weekend? Uh, I'll be at the DC Improv Lounge. DC Improv Lounge. If you can get it, sold out. It is sold out. Look at that. I know, man. Those SNL credits. It's I don't know what ha- dude. I was I got a Google alert uh, yesterday, two days ago. From Craigslist, someone is trying to sell tickets to the. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. So I emailed, uh, like, from my one of my anonymous accounts, like, yeah. hey, man, let me get, let me see. How much these are running for? Yeah, yeah. It's like for less than face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I bought these by accident because so, Michelle Wolf was sold out and I thought I was clicking. <laughs> is she down there too? She's down there in the main room. Oh, yeah. that'll be fun. Yeah, it should be a good time. Oh, okay. So go to like the DC Improv, go support that club. They're booking Nemesh and Michelle. Yeah, That's great. Wedding with no single ladies. What's up, J Train? Long time listener, first time email. I've been listening since the TFM days. Uh, since then, I have gotten a few people hooked, but enough feathering. Let's get down to it. My cousin is getting married this summer, and I am one of the groomsmen. The problem is we have been warned by multiple people involved with the wedding planning that there will be close to zero, if not zero, single ladies. Half the fun of a wedding is capitalizing on all the girls' emotions running around. Of course. I'm a single guy of 24, and I would not be it would not be hard for me to find a date, but you have warned against that move in the past. What's the move? Do you just chill down with the bros, have a good time, and forget about the girls? Do you hunt for one girl? 
girl that might be in the crowd, no matter what, there will be high kicks at this wedding. What do you think? No single women at a wedding. It's I know that becomes like the that becomes like the news story of the wedding, but I don't believe it's fake news to me. You got to pray on that almost divorced lady. <laughs> There's yeah, the, the thing is when you bring a date to a wedding, uh -huh. you are the babysitter. Yeah. And if you're not like totally on board with this chick or guy, you cannot bring a date to a wedding that is like a like you don't know her middle what, name kind of. It, yes. Absolutely. And one, it's it's actually disrespectful to the people who invited you because if you are not calling someone your girlfriend or boyfriend when you get the invitation, mm -hmm. do not bring a fucking date. No, of course not. It's And I know what he's saying. A lot of people are going to be talking about, oh, there's no single. Here's what happens. You get to a wedding. It, the, the conversation turns from there's no single woman to that's the single woman. Right. That's the single guy. Everyone is announcing and everyone's trying to get that person laid or wants to see the people lay that person. Right. So you, whatever the story is now, it will change by the, someone's going to break up. Someone's not. And the other thing. Oh yeah. That f like, there's going to be an argument amongst the single lady who thought or a who thought her boyfriend and her were serious enough that she could ask him to come to the yeah. wedding. He's like, I'm not coming, <laughs> I'm to, the not coming to the wedding. I'm not coming to the wedding. Right. Made up an excuse. Right. It's just, just like... That's here, who you go the, for. The wedding also serves as the best chance for you to be passed off to another girl that's not at the wedding. Yeah. People are seeing you, everyone's seeing you in the eyes of love at that wedding, even the people in relationships. So if you go and you have the best time possible. You got a, you got a wedding crash, that stuff, in terms of just have like a blast at yeah, the wedding. That's the thing. You have such a good time that is, you're literally an undeniable setup. Yeah. So not you're not just going to weddings for the girls there. You're going for weddings for the girls that are at home. Yeah. Ask, like find the, find the attractive mom. Yeah. On the other side of the wedding <laughs> and ask her about her kids, her daughter or something. Go dance with the grandma. Go on the, you know, get out there. Have a good time. I was just thinking about this the other day. Weddings are so much fun if they're not your wedding. The best time. They're like, if you're, if you're close to the groom or whatever or the bride it's the fuck it's like a reunion it's a reunion also you got to think like numbers wise like the the percentages the percentages of you having a bad time with the person that you just randomly ask it's pretty much 50 50 yeah the percentage of you having a good time when you go on your own is 90% because it's all in your hands. It's, it's all in front of you. Do whatever you want. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Nimesh Patel at Finding Nimesh. We are sponsored. Beach Body On Demand. I love this. Beach Body On Demand. If you're trying to get in shape, you got to get this service. It's Netflix for workout like in-home workouts. That's stuff. awesome. So it's an online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a wide variety of highly affected world-class workouts personalized to meet your needs. It's genius. It's genius. They got P90X, Pio, Insanity, 21 Day Fix. Oh, it's great. stuff that will murder you? <laughs> it's all stuff that will kill you. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, uh, it's convenient, accessible on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone. Basically... The hardest part of getting to the gym is getting to the gym. Yeah. This brings it to your house and it gives you variety. You don't got, you don't want to get stale on right. a workout. This you could do a new one every day for the whole month. I'm There's 6,000 workouts and nutritional information for free. <clears throat> That's crazy. Plus your annual subscription is cheaper than a gym membership. How much is a subscription? So, here's what I'm giving. Okay. My listeners get a free trial when you text JTrain. That's one word, JTrain to 303030. 30, 30. 
So text JTRAIN to 303030 and you'll get full access to the entire platform for free. All the workouts, nutrition information for free. Just text JTRAIN to 303030. Oh, I'm doing that. What's a better deal than that? Let's go right through these emails. You ready? That's pretty good. Broads from abroad. Hmm. Last semester, I met this girl at a different college when I was visiting my friends, and we totally hit it off. We kept in touch religiously, went back to school a few hours from her. We actually did end up meeting up again a month or two later. We went out to dinner, even hooked up. Fall semester wrapped up, and she told me she was studying abroad in Australia this spring. No good-looking guys there. Sheesh. I think he is wrong. Oh, yeah. Australia, those are the best-looking guys that's in the what, world, I think. That's where, like, the Hemsworths are Yeah, from, right? what are you talking about? So she told me that a relationship obviously would not... Oh, yeah, he's joking. Uh, when she's down under... <laughs> I like that he, he... She said to him, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm, I'm looking to fuck Australian guys. Right. Yeah. Relax, dude. That drove two hours to my school. <laughs> Things ended on good terms. She said she just needs time to be independent. <laughs> and the timing is bad. It's always fun, these words. I'm just looking to be independent. Yeah. Get fucked. Yeah. I'm looking to get my... Anytime a guy or girl uses the word filled. busy, independent, they're just saying they're going to, to have sex. Relationship. Yeah, I want to have sex. <laughs> I have not reached out to her since she's enduring abroad, and I did not want to be annoying uh, notification on her phone or try to sporadic digital dialogue. What's your best advice on how to pick things up where we left off last fall? Uh, wait till she gets back and yeah. then get your, get your work in at school. Yeah. At the very least, this is... Uh, a long distance uh, fuck buddy that you've got going on. Anytime you end on good terms with someone, yeah, just leave it. Man. Leave it. And here's what you do. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. You have to be the social media cheerleader. You're liking everything. You're on top of it. You're just happy that she's happy. Like is, like every other. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every other. Be 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 present though. Yeah. Social media wise, we've never lived in a better age for being the person on the sideline. You just want to be like the appreciative dad. Good job. <laughs> you're just at the soccer practice. You're doing a good job, you're kid. Like the, you're, you want to be like the creepy uncle. <laughs> yeah, you're the uncle that comes to too many games. Yeah. Just, hey. Good really job. Good job. You guys are really good at passing. You know, like that's it's so. You want to be an uncle on social media. You want to <laughs> show up for the things that are yes. cool. Otherwise, just be like, I'm right, cool. You're doing your own thing. Doing your thing, and you're just a supportive uncle. Yeah. And that's really the move because really what you want to show is that you got good things going on too. Right. But the you know the key to confidence is being as excited for other people as you are as yourself. Yeah. So if you show social media wise, if you're sitting there just watching. And she knows you're a follower, but you haven't liked shit since she's been abroad. She thinks that you're home slow whacking, you know, angry with your own tears. Right. And that ain't what you want. You also want to post like you're having fun. Yeah. Have live your life while encouraging her to live hers. Also, yeah. And that's when it leaves the door open for Be the comeback. Having fun. And then on the when she gets back, then you say, Hey, abroad looked amazing. How you been? But that's what you say. Positivity into conversation. I think you should wait for her to Maybe, you know what, I just think if they get like a month after she gets back, then you say, hey, just, th just, and then you wait for that third post yeah. upon the return. And then you send the DM. Hey, abroad looked amazing. How you been? Yeah, let's get Chipotle. Recent breakup impending graduate. Hmm? Dearest Jewish Jezebel Jabber. Jabber okay. Oh, no, I think I did this. Jabber? I guess so. I'm a jabberer. Yeah, I like that. 
Got the gift of jabber. As of today, I'm a single man. We'd been having problems a while, but yesterday we had a discussion that ended in, sep- in us separating amicably. She let me keep the PS. Separating PSV. amicably was this a fucking forty-five. <laughs> the kids are fine. <laughs> They're really she's doing getting, okay. She's getting the dog. Yeah, from Christmas, which was my biggest fear. I don't know what that is. I truly believe that she's great and a caring person, but we didn't succeed because I am honestly not. I like to drink, party, and go out, and she was not into any of that, obviously. I'd ideally like someone fun and is not afraid to go out on a weeknight and has the stamina to stay up with me. I want to be clear that I've never cheated on her, though. She is a year younger than me, but based on her major, uh, will be at my alma mater for another 18 months after I graduate. I've got an adult job lined up an hour and a half, two hours away. I don't think long distance will... I like when people break up and then they have to tell you all the reasons to make it okay. Dude, it didn't work. Yeah, man. It's over. It's fine. She's going to be have a new boyfriend in a month, and you're going to move on, and you're going to go drink on weeknights and be a sad loser at the bar. you got an adult <laughs> job. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, also, don't do this thing. I hate after a break when someone's like, she's perfect in every way. Right. She's the best thing that could ever happen to me, but she's not for me. I am I am the loser. I'd like to go out and drink and, and have fun and eat food. And it's like, what? Shut up. You're yeah. both mediocre. Yeah, you're just a regular person, man. Just... How old is the kid? 20? Everyone has their shit. He's 22. Yeah. Obviously, anyone who likes and knows my ex better than me will take her side. That's the thing. And when you break up with someone, you're going to be shitty to somebody. How did he say they broke up amicably? But I think he's like explaining the story because uh-huh. the friends, you know, you know, when you break up with someone, you know that like there's a there's like a group of friends out there that are all just spewing all the shit they hated about you the whole time. Right. So yeah, you're, I, yeah, definitely. Like her friends are telling her, like, "Oh, he was worthless. He liked to like party the, yeah, all the time. He wasn't even that hot, right? You know, you could do so much funny. better." We had just laughed because he, he said fart, put they, his armpit under. I mean, hand exactly. His they they couldn't stand him. But the reality of life, and the thing we don't really believe, because we're all like this, you know, superstar of our own movie. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's gonna be, you know, we're not everyone's cup of tea. That's the. I think that's the adult realization. Yeah. Is you're just like, yeah, when someone says we broke up and you said you ask why and you're like, oh, it just didn't work out. Yeah. Adults don't ask follow-up questions. <laughs> they know it. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah it makes sense. That this, makes sense. No, like this kid is giving rationale because 25-year-olds or 22-year-olds are asking what happened and they sure. they can't process like, oh, we're just two different value set people. Our values yeah. are just different. It's a college thing. I was yeah. talking about this. Uh, I did a couple college shows recently, and I was getting like, you know, and there's this loud narrative that college kids are all um, sensitive and PC, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's the case. No. I don't. I, I think they're all, you know, all the college kids that I meet are really nice people. I think that when you're in college, you don't know what your opinions are yet. Yeah. And you're just like, anytime I go to a college, I'll ask. And, and also you deal in fixing problems without nuance. So I think like anytime I go to a college, I'll be like, hey, where where should I eat? And they'll be like, there's no thought of like healthy, unhealthy, uh-huh. cheap, expensive, or, you know, nice sit down TV at the bar. Health rating. Health rating. They, they just go, uh, they'll go, you can go to McGuire's. And I'll be like, what's McGuire's known for? Why did you think of that? They'll go, they got wings. 
And that's the only response they give you. Right. And it's not like, are they good wings? Are they bad wings? You know, do they have a special type of wing? They're just, they got wings. You need food. You put food in mouth. It fills stomach. It cheap. It done. If that's could, how college kids think. But they could. They should apply that same methodology to relationships. Well, this, is a, this is what they can't do because there's no nuance. There's no like, well, the wings are pretty good on Mondays and they, you know, they got this good sriracha sauce and you're going to like it because you can get a seat at the bar. Colleges don't, kids don't think that way. Right. They think you hungry, you get wing from McGuire. Right. That is the only way, you know, the idea of comfort and, and health and how you're going to feel after the meal doesn't register. And I think that's the same with all things across the board with, with college, college kids. It's uh-huh. like a, when you hear a joke, that joke about mean thing, I don't react because I don't want to be mean. There's no, oh, well, I feel shitty on Sundays too. Right. You know, I, I just think, it, does this make sense to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long walk. I think that they don't deal in grays. So like this kid, mm-hmm. when you say it didn't work out with a girl, it just didn't work out. Right. Every adult can understand because they're like, yeah, could have not worked out for a million reasons that you can't explain. Right. Oh, so this kid is first is coming to terms with his his grayness, right? His now. grayness, and he's saying, "I'm a bad." So to get over, he's going, "Well, I'm a shitty person." Right. You're not a shitty person. You're fine. You're gonna, She's fine too. Dude. Yeah. I mean, cause relationships, most of them don't last as it is, and they shouldn't. My question is, <laughs> how do I move on? Do I mention the breakup now or should I wait a certain amount of time? Should I just pretend for new girls and a girl I didn't tell that I haven't had a girlfriend at all? I've only got like three months left in college, so I want to make the most of them. Uh, I feel like there's a great getting laid potential and being vulnerable admitting to the breakup, but perhaps equal turn off potential as well. Please help me, Jerry Train. I want to make sure my next steps are not missteps or at the very least make mistakes I am I make our informed decisions. Uh, podcast helped me into the man I am today. That's too much. And I will uh, eternally grateful if you could help steer my future. What do you think? Dude, just get on Tinder. You have three months left at college. Yeah. Use it. Get Have sex. Answer every question honestly. Don't hide an ex-girlfriend because you right. think. Don't play the game seven moves ahead. Right. Play the game, the moves that are right in front of you. Also, I think the fault is uh, college. I remember in college, if I when I broke up with my girl, my immediate reaction was like, "Must get into another relationship." Like, yeah. it's like a default. Like, don't do that. Go out with your friends. Enjoy. Go out with your friends, and when you see girls at bars, you say hello. The That's practice his, of talking to women at bars is key to build up at from twenty two to like twenty eight, dude. You're, it's a life skill. I was talking about it the other day, just how like I was with a couple of buddies Sunday, and they were like. It's so amazing in college how much shit's in your head. Like, oh, I can't talk to that girl or I can't talk to that guy. But you have the most commonality you'll ever have. Right. Like, the world is so much smaller now. So you can go, uh, you can go up to any girl at any bar in your college town and just go, hey, what do you think of blank? And you have that, you can bring up, like, what do you think of this bar? Right. You know, you guys live in the same town, you go to the same university, you have more in common than you'll have with anyone else in the world. Right. Hey, so, were you, you taking this class? What year are you at? at whatever. Hey, you know. I'm so and so. I live at that house. You ever live near there? Right. You know, like that's a, the idea that you guys have this more in common than you will have when you get out into like whatever city you move to, and you have to go to the bar and you say, 
hey, random stranger that lives in now a big... The bubbles just keep getting bigger. Yeah. So the one you're in right now feels big, but it is not. I'm telling you, the ghost of, of pussy future, J-Train, is telling you, <laughs> go and talk to these people, but go to bars with your friends. That's yeah. the way to move on from relationships. Just, yeah, man. Have fun, dude. J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. J-Train Podcast. Because all that and, shit comes crashing down. <laughs> let's do a chick let's do a chick email they get their own song before we get to this this, uh, this email is brought to you by Harry's love Harry's razors people uh, it's a great way to shave at a fair price uh, let me just tell you about why I like Harry's delivered right to your door uh -huh. you never have to go to cvs again you never have to go to walgreens you never have to go to walmart it comes right to you and it's right there and, you, and now off your mind I now you get free to do your taxes i haven't clean shaved in years yeah and i might harry's well this is how good the offer is harry's so confident you're gonna love their their blades they're gonna give you a trial set for free Oh. When you sign up at harrys.com slash jtrain. Harrys.com slash jtrain. I'm going to tell my dad. Harrys.com slash jtrain. Just pay for shipping. Claim your free trial offer from Harry's today. $13 value for free when you sign up. Just cover shipping. It includes weighted ergonomic razor handle, five precision engineered blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, a travel blade cover to get your free trial set. Go to harrys.com slash jtrain right now. Harry's.com slash JTrain. I was hooking up with a guy while finishing up school last year. He was into me right away, at which point I haven't even considered him as someone I wanted to become more serious with. But for a fast forward a few months, tables has turned as I was into him, and he seemed to only want casual hookup. We would hook up off and on while drunk and never hang out sober. We both graduated, lived somewhere else this summer. While he moved to the city we're both from, in the summer, we there was a back and forth view up text at 3 a.m., but I let him know that at this point I wasn't looking for just a drunk hookup like we were in college, that if we were going to continue, I would want to be a little more serious, actually get to know each other. After I told him all this, we would talk occasionally, but nothing serious came from it. I chalked this up as a, a loss, deleted his number, moved on with my life. I'm traveling all the time for work, and I'm not home a lot. Last week, I ended up being home and going out and he came out of nowhere was a drunk text to me i was asleep and didn't respond until the next day but since then i've we've been texting and snapchatting pretty often uh since i really made it clear that i wanted what i wanted last time i can't really tell if he's reaching out again because he's lonely or if he's actually interested in pursuing something I don't want to get pulled back in and involved with him again if I was were still in a different headspace. Considered being bringing all this up to him, but I don't want to come uh, on too strong, talking right away about dating and commitment. Since we just really started talking again, I really could see us working well together and chemistry between us is unlike any other guy I've been with. That's why I'm considering letting him back in my life. Let me know your thoughts on the situation. What do you think? He just wants to smash. Totally agree. <laughs> just, it's funny. We right when I read the line, um, I'm considering bringing this all. Up. Uh, no, what was the? I don't know if I want to get pulled back in if we're still in different headspace. And all of us in this room just nodded our head no. No, there's no way. Here's what it is. Okay, he doesn't know how to hit on other women, or it's not going well for him. And he's like, "Oh, I have this chick who I know." Yeah, this is what you do when you own a business. Okay. You want the return customers are who you go to. Oh, yeah. You know, this is a, you go to your, your valued clients. You're a valued client. Right. You've shopped at his store before. He knows that you're a buyer. He knows that you've seen the dick department and you're impressed with it. Yeah. Enough so that you'll answer his text. This guy 
Guys do this because they're lazy, too lazy <laughs> to go meet new clients. That's exactly what it is. I've been there. I've We've all that. been yeah. there. We've all done it. Girls do it too, but I'm saying anytime someone comes back out of the blue, it's not because their mindset's changed. It's because their situation's changed. Exactly. He's not thinking... Oh, I've gotten all the girls I've wanted. Now, let me go back to this. No, it's not going to change. No. And also, this is, to be fair to you, I, I I understand why you're like, pull back in. Mm. I'm not saying you're crazy. Like, to say, hey, why? If he, I told him where I stood. I told him how I felt. I said, this is the right relationship I want. So, he must have remembered that and yeah. felt he was ready for that too. No, 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 no. You're forgetting he's got this friend named Penis. Yeah, stop lying to yourself. <laughs> but also, uh, if you can separate the emotions, then just go get some dick. That's true, too. The only time this works out is if the guy that comes back into the fold comes back as if he were a new guy. Right. If Did he send you flowers? Be like, I'm ready to have this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he knows what the fuck he's doing. He yeah. just knows that you'll answer. Right. You know, he's texting, and then when it's a text, he did no effort. If he texted you, hey, if the text was, hey, been thinking a lot about you recently, let's go get drinks. That's a different opening than, hey, I'm drunk. Than eggplant, eggplant. Yeah, eggplant emoji. <laughs> J Train Podcast. Also, also at sorry for cock blocking, dude, but hey, man. Dude's got to fucking move on. Yeah. And we've all been him. Coworker relationship gone south. Uh oh! I've been seeing this girl from my office, and we got from some not Harvey email. Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Harvey, you write in so much. I'm gonna do duty. Ooh yeah, a dude email. Who did that voice? Don't worry about. It. What did you just get hard? Yeah. <laughs> Rosario Dawson. Uh, I've been seeing this girl from my office since Christmas. Everything was going great until I got back from a trip, and everything went to shit a few days ago. Uh, things moved way too quickly while I was away. I was having a lot of anxiety about a relationship, and I believe she picked up on that. She also seemed to think we had some glaring personality difference that would uh, we would get over. She's turning 29. I'm turning 26 in a few months. I'm not sure we'll get back together, but I would still like to hook up with her if nothing else. Up until we broke up, uh, things were going great. She was always telling me how great I am and how much she loves our relationship. Not sure how things took such a turn for the worse. I don't see her outside of the office, which is the issue. She goes to different bars, nor does she have social media. So basically the only way for me to approach her is to ask her, uh, ask her out or over, ask her over. Is there a way for me to make this work? Do I need to give it some time or is this a waste of time? I don't even understand this email. You got to go to HR. <laughs> <laughs> she, I've been seeing this girl from my office since Christmas and you don't see her outside of the office? I, I guess... They don't like their social circles in terms of when they would run into each other where he could bring it up again is is limited. I think he's got to get out of this. I think what's going on, the fact that she's 29, he's 26, yeah. and he had uh, anxiety about the relationship while he was away. She picked up on it, and now she's like moving on from it. And she's also like, we have different personalities. It's just like she wants something that you don't. It feels like she just wanted to fuck you. Yeah. Which is fine. Like that's like a lot of guys' dreams. Look at the guy who was fucking with that last chick. Hmm. You know. So, I think for this dude, the only the fact that you guys don't hang out outside of work and you're calling this a relationship is fucking weird. Right. Um, the only way to go about it is to go get caught. You have to anyone you work with. You have to have a discussion that is like almost like a contractual 
divorce. Yeah, tell Melinda and HR that the two of you are going to, like, you had a relationship, like, and now it's done, and have them settle it. Let people know. Like, yeah, I do think you got to go to your HR and just be like, hey, uh, we're about to break up. I'm just letting you know. But you go to this woman, and you say to her, hey, I just want to make sure we have everything out there and done with because we work together. Right. And lay it out that way. Because if you let these things get into passive aggressive land, it's not like an ex where you're going to see each other once maybe a couple of years down the line. Right. This is someone you have to live amongst. Right. So you go to her and you say, hey, we got to talk outside of work. And you go get coffee after work. You sit down and you say, I know this is over. You know this is over. But let's just talk and separate the emotions from the reality of working together. Right. So when we go back to work, we can be cool, be cool and dole out uh, our tomatoes and pico de gallo and (laughs) sour cream in a civil fashion. Let's not take it out. Don't ruin this Chipotle. (laughs) Okay. But I, I, I think for you, but like this guy, you know, he talks about, oh, I wouldn't mind hooking up with her if nothing else. No, 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 no. That's not what happens with a girl at work. Yeah. You can't. I mean, everyone lusts after someone at work, but you can't. Dog. Yeah. Especially if you already have. That's a that's an HR situation waiting to happen. And go- in this climate, you cannot have... No. Uh, no, you got to go to her and just sit and talk it out. But also, when let people, her know it's over. People stopped being adults a long time ago, feels like. Just like, just be civil. I think the moment we start pushing off having kids is uh-huh. the moment we all were just like, yeah, we're going to be kids forever. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like when you don't have to take care of a the minute people grow up is the minute they have kids. Yeah, you're Cause right. Because I watch it. You see it with people. You're like, oh, they had a kid. Now they're like actually like, you know, like looking you in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah, so, hey, man, Mr. At Work, uh, have a kid with this woman and your priorities will change. Is my boyfriend gay? Whoa. Is that the next email? That's the next email. Jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. We'll do one more. Uh, we're here with Nimesh Patel at Finding Nimesh. If you can get to his shows in D.C. at the Improv Lounge, mm-hmm. go check them out. Um, we do have one sponsor, The Mattress Firm. Love The Mattress Firm. We have one question for the... No, I don't want to read their bullshit. Here, listen. If you need a mattress, go to Mattress Firm and buy it there because they have actual stores that you can go look at the mattresses. It's okay? so weird to buy a mattress without laying on it, I think. So weird. Yeah. And so many people are doing that because they saw a fun video on Instagram. Right. Fuck these fun video people. <laughs> okay? It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, you, you, it's oh, not like a razor where you yeah. a, where Harry's can send you and more or less it'll be the same razor as... Anyone you no, find a, a mattress is like you know you spend ninety five percent of your life sleeping, right? It's, is that yeah, what it is? I think that's the stat. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Mattress firm is America's na- neighborhood mattress store. It lets your budget stretch further when you're looking for ways to improve your sleep. Basically, you go to mattressfirm.com/podcast and you see all their deals. So mm-hmm. mattressfirm.com/podcast and you see the deals that are happening. They have a hundred twenty night sleep trial to ensure perfection. Hundred twenty night low price guarantee, so you know you pay the perfect price. Basically, what I'm telling you right now is you can walk into a mattress firm that's near you in a mall because I see them everywhere. And yeah. You can go, oh, I'm going to go test them out. Then you go online. You see if there's a deal for podcast listeners. And that's the way you do it. Yeah. Instead of this thing that pops out of a shell and, oh, look at you. You're cool. But you're cool without sleeping. Right. Not like so a, cool. I Bags like, under the eyes aren't so cool. I like an unboxed mattress. Again, go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast. Learn how your sleeping could be monumentally improved. So go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast. So 
is my boyfriend gay? Let's see. Sent by Tom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> feather, feather, tickle, tickle. Okay, you ready for this shit? Here we go. Little background. I've been with my boyfriend for over a year, so last week I was shopping on Amazon using his Amazon Prime account. Decided to take a stroll through his past purchases as I was about to stop meandering because I was- Whoa. Uh, Huge privacy invasion. Going through the past purchases. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. If you go looking, you're going to find something. Yeah, woof. Why was she looking? Yeah, what was her? What was she suspecting? She but what if it was all like how to books on like how to tell your girlfriend you're gay? <laughs> Coming out of the closet, one on one. Right. As I was about to stop meddling because I was up to my eyeballs in purchase history. Elton John's greatest hits. <laughs> I came across a purchase he made in 2015. Okay, so that's three years ago. Uh huh. That shook me to my vagine. He bought a dildo, and not just any snakes and sparklers dildo. He bought the real McCoy, a six-inch lifelike veiny bastard. So obviously I confirmed about it. He said he thought he bought it because he wanted to compare his own dick to it. Whoa. That's not the so lie. So the answer to your email I, is yes. I, that's a tough lie. That, right. I would have been more creative than that. Right. Compare uh, your own dick to it. Or uh, my girl, I bought it as a gift to my the girl I was seeing or a gag gift. But after buying, not buying into that BS, he finally admitted he bought it to find out what it was like to dabble in the dark arts. The dark arts. So what do you make of this, J-Train? Is my boyfriend gay or is he just curious? He's, what do you think? I don't think he's gay. He's probably just curious. <laughs> or... We've all looked at a Poland spring bottle and thought, what does it feel like up our ass? We've all had those thoughts, right? Right, boys? Yeah, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Shelby timing. I, I, no, but I, I, I don't, I don't like to out people. Right. You know. Yeah. I don't like that she went through his history. I, I don't like How, that she. You went back three years. It's a lot. That is a lot of sifting. Yeah. Well, I mean, who? What were the hints that he was dropping that made you go back three years in his? Oh, let me see if he bought me anything. Like who? Yeah, and also I want to know: is this the only thing? Right. You know, like, is it dildo and gay? Like that's the the only way it could be. It wasn't like, like there was other things. Like I would say to her, like, what other things are there? Right. Is Did he, he make you put it put on overalls and <laughs> when you put one finger up, you were like, no, no. He was like, no, I need three. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Was he? Was he into into couscous? <laughs> you know, like is he? You know, isn't it strange? But it is weird to buy a six-inch dildo and then compare. Like I wanted to compare it to my dude. You know, it's six. Well, inches. this guy's got to take some creative writing classes. Yeah, I mean, like the fact that that was his only lie he could come up with. It'd funny that he, why'd you buy this dildo? I wanted to compare it to my own dick. No, you didn't. Okay, I shoved it in my ass. Like that's his next thing. He couldn't go one other. He couldn't figure out one lie. Also, who's buying dicks on Amazon Prime? <laughs> It's a weird way to go about it. You can go to like a sex shop. Where do you live in like rural Missouri that you can't find like a normal just, I mean, I would think that whole place is just sex shops. Yeah. I, I To this girl, what I would say to her is the first reaction from you being, whoa, is more the problem. Right. Also, yeah, it's 2018. Embrace it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like Have your reaction fun. should be like. So what? How can we make it happen with us? If it's if this is the only thing that makes you go, if you just jump to he's a closeted person, right? Then maybe there's other things going on in the relationship that you don't want to look look at. <laughs> like, did he find you 
a lot more attractive when you cut your hair really short. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what, you know, to me, like I, for me, like, you know, I don't, I, I have nothing against what this guy did. Like, I don't think, and, and he's exploring, like right. you should want to explore with him. Should be Lewis and Clark, not Lewis on his own. Right. On top of that, if you think he's gay, then it, you're both in the same realm of finding dudes attractive. <laughs> go, go have a threesome. Go have a, Shelby, you have a thought on this? Well, one, maybe he's bi. Okay. And True. two, dudes like getting pegged these days. It's in. It's I, making, uh, It's it, the word, streets are talking. I know of a girl who's pegging a dude right now. You know a girl? Yeah. That's pegging a dude right now. What does she say? What's her interest? Does she like it? Do girls get off on that? I don't know. Does she like it? I haven't gotten more like the only details i've gotten were over text okay and what's was, this prayer? who are you texting with i, I feel can, like a woman who tells you she's pegging a dude is not exactly the most uh uh conservative with other details oh yeah she's not but she, she's just liberal <laughs> she, she's it, just out there it's a weird the whole situation how do you know this girl weird i can you know them i can tell you off the pod oh shit Inside info. Well, what I would say to this uh, this person is, if if your first jump is to he's a closeted uh, gay guy, I think there's other things going on. Right. Two. If Let's watch Brokeback again. <laughs> keeps putting it on replay. Yeah. If, if if this to me, like you know, as if you're in a relationship with someone and then you find something out that there's their kink. So yeah. let's say, let's call it a kink. Let's not make it a uh, straight gay bi thing. Let's just say this is what gets them off. If you if you want to one plus one equals come. So then you, as a loving girlfriend, you should be like, how do I engage in this that in a way that makes me hot, happy, yeah, happy, invigorated, and because this is the no judgment zone. This is why people send emails to me because <laughs> we we came here to fix this, not not to judge someone for what you found in his Amazon Prime basket. Right. Show up one night to date night with a trench coat and a strap on dildo, and and go twelve inches and see if he's like, oh my. I haven't had one of these in a while. <laughs> a little bit bigger, a <laughs> little bit bigger than my Amazon gift card right. can handle. If he was, if he's like, all right, I'm down, but only if he, if he's, if he's into it, that's cool. But if he's like, uh, I need to think of Steve the whole time, then he might be gay. <laughs> Train podcast at gmail.com. Nimesh Patel, thank you for answering these emails. Thank you for having me, man. That was fun. At Finding Nimesh. Let's do a voicemail and then we are out of here. Shelby, hit it. Hey, JT, quick question for you out of a uh, South Conference College. Uh, what? <laughs> what? Have you ever had a situation where you've had very different beliefs from a chick and you've got to decide whether those beliefs could decide whether or not that relationship could blossom? Hey, man, love your advice. Keep it up. Feather, feather. Holla. Peace. Have I ever had different beliefs? Beliefs. It sounds like he's either talking Trump or religion. It's one of the two. Here's the thing about the word beliefs. Anytime someone talks about belief, like uses the word beliefs, mm -hmm. I think that they care too much about their beliefs. A hundred percent. There's no, you know, when you, oh, I have these beliefs. And that, that's not to say, we can, we all come on this, you know, this podcast is to commiserate and to learn. I just have found that anytime someone comes at me with like, well, that doesn't, 
bode with my belief system. It's always closed off. They're always the least empathetic People person. say beliefs, but they actually mean convictions. You know, it's like belief is supposed to be like a fungible thing. Like it's supposed to sure. be able to shift it. You should never be uh, married to a certain uh, whatever it is, mantra or whatever it is. Yeah. It should be like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I took that input and now I'm going to shift my... Yeah, I and I think that's kind of like the society we live in today is that we have a lot of people that have have said, "Here's my team. Mm-hmm. I don't go away from my team, and if you come at me in any way, go fuck yourself." Right. And I it's see. not like a listen. Usually, when someone you know he's being cagey with his uh, question, uh-huh. but it does sound like also the idea that like I don't believe in the beliefs. It's you judging the other person. Right. One of the most beautiful things about a relationship is different beliefs yeah and then you're like oh okay that's interesting i never looked at the world that way i looked at the world this way i like Cadoba and, s- and i like chipotle well <laughs> you know both add different things and sometimes the person it you hold on to it more because the other person isn't understanding right so it, it not to say that this it's this guy's fault he might be in a position where he's going i just don't understand i feel like this person keeps judging me at every turn because i do things a certain way or i believe in certain things right and I think anytime you're in a relationship where that pops up in your brain, those are two people not on the same level. Those yeah. are two people not kind of not treating with each other with the respect to say, well, I, res- I think you are smart enough to make me see things in a different sepia tone. I think with beliefs, uh, this did address this guy's question in general. It's like, yo, if your beliefs quote unquote are interfering yeah. with like you being a human yeah like interacting with this chick in like a normal or dude in a normal way then you can't change the human stuff like you can't change the interactions you can change yeah. your beliefs such that uh, <coughs> i think it will use to make it compatible or just find someone else that find super christian else. wants to go to church at 9 a.m <laughs> find someone else to agree with you <laughs> right i yeah it's it's interesting that shit is boring well we live in a day you know it's uh we we i think a lot of the stuff now is so different now because you have so much information yeah. so it's tough to ignore that other people are out there that are disagreeing with you mm-hmm. so you you attach yourself more and more to these beliefs as religious things yeah and you know you saw it for a lot of people that were like considered themselves democrat or republican they're like i've been brought up that way how could i go against the thing that i was brought up right and it's like well you can say that four of these issues don't agree with something that you live your everyday life as you know mm-hmm. and nothing worse than an echo chamber yeah that's not you know i saw a thing there's a maybe we should do this as a news item there's a new trump dating app yeah it's for Trump voters, and they, and I just saw that, and I was like, "Wow, we're dangerous. We're like two years away from never speaking to someone we disagree with again." It's so fucking dumb. It, do, no, nothing gets better if you, like, being a yes man or having yes man is considered a negative thing for a reason. Yeah, like you're just trapped in your own stupidity. Because we do get a lot of emails here, like, "Oh, I, I, I dated a." I'm dating, you know, I found out he's a Trump voter. I found out she's a Hillary supporter. And it's like, okay, but you got along somehow. You must not really believe so hard into what you thought you believed in. Right. But also, politics is such a weird thing that people, because who your what your politics are speak a lot to your values. So it's like, especially now. Well, this it's is kind of... So, it's so different now. Well, but. it's interesting that you, there used to be like couples that were like split 
House voting. Mm -hmm. And now it's very rare to see that. Oh, yeah, dude. Everyone votes along like, like, oh, my husband did this. So I'm going to do Oh, my wife did that. So yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, I know my dad's like not involved in politics at all. But yeah. he's like, oh, my daughter and my son and my wife voted one way. So like, hey, that makes sense. To I'm me. in. Yeah. It's not. Not ruffle feathers. But anyway, to answer your question, um, get a blowjob. Uh, convert to Islam <laughs> is the one and true only religion. <laughs> Nimesh, thank you for coming on. Thank you. At Finding Nimesh on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow, support. So funny. You're going to love him. Uh, Shelby, thank you for popping in and out. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Snapchat as well. Are you still pushing Snap? I mean, I like it. I'm really pushing the gram now. The gram. The gram. That's what. Classic show. What I'm, I'm, I'm with you, buddy. Uh, I'm Jared Freed, JTrain56 on Twitter and Snapchat, at Jared Freed on Facebook and Instagram. We'll be back next episode. Boom.